It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, this is the Soul Anchor Podcast, and I am your host, Vidal Moreno. In the Soul Anchor Podcast, we seek to anchor our faith in the truths of the Bible while we sail across the seas seeking adventures where they can be found. We're going to take a break from Christian history to once again celebrate, arguably, the second most important occurrence in human history, the incarnation of the Son, the second person of the Godhead. Once again, Christmas time is here. For the next two weeks, I would like to read to you excerpts from my favorite Christmas book, The Promise, by one of my favorite artists, Michael Card. This week, I would like to focus on the enigmatic Magi. If you would like to know more about what the Bible and extra-biblical sources say about these men, go back and listen to episode 15 of the Soul Anchor podcast. Malchior sat brooding in his chamber, impatiently turning the yellowed parchment leaves of one of his obscure and valuable manuscripts. He was one of the chief magi of the Persian king. His reputation for wisdom and scholarship were well-deserved. His grasp of the literature of all the world's religions was vast. According to the laws of Persia, he had to be present at sacred functions to utter cryptic and sacred words known only to the elder and elite of his august group. Young searchers would come to him to seek out the deepest and most esoteric truths. Malchior was a wise man, and yet, as he slowly looked up, the parchment slipped from his long fingers and fell in a heap on the stone floor. His servant, Aziel, spoke up. Master, need I remind you to take care with the parchments? Malchior was silent. Aziel collected the parchment leaves from the floor and returned them to their proper place on one of the long shelves that lined three walls of the room. Behind his heavy-lidded eyes, Malchior was deep within himself, pacing up and down, as it were, searching, wondering, the tormented habit of a lifetime. He was startled by a soft knocking on the door. From outside, a youthful voice called, Master Melchior, are you receiving visitors? Come, he replied. Into the room slipped a tall young man dressed in turban 
and the long flowing robes of the son of a vizier. Would it be better if I came back tomorrow? the young man asked respectfully. No, Caspar, come in, Malchior replied, his impatience hidden beneath a tired, conciliatory tone. What would you like to discuss today? Zoroastrian doctrine, perhaps? Astrology? There is but one question on my mind today, Master. Tell me, in your own heart, from your own experience, what is wisdom? Studying the old man's face, Caspar went on. I have seen that wisdom is not the same as knowledge. I know simple men who are wise and knowledgeable men who are fools. The one thing I do not know about wisdom, the only thing I know, is that I desire it above all else, beyond riches, even beyond the love of a woman. And yet I don't really know what it is I desire, or why this desire consumes me the way it does. Malchior was lost in reverie again. The young man's question had sent him on another journey inside himself. Caspar knew to wait in silence, for the old man was a long time in answering. When he spoke again, Malchior's voice seemed weaker. Your question comes as an answer to me, young one. He was whispering as much to himself as to Caspar. Your dilemma has given me a key to unlock my own prison. All my life I have sought wisdom. I have pondered the material world and the stars. I have observed mankind and sought to follow the twists and turns of his mind. Today, as I approach fourscore, I realized that all my study has taught me that I know Nothing. I have done nothing. Like you, all I am left with is the hunger. Caspar was dazed. Then, then, what shall we do with our burden? This intolerable hunger for wisdom. What can we do but wait? Malchior responded. We will pray to God. If a god exists, or if he listens, or even cares. Yet the tone of the old man's voice held little hope, and there was a heavy resignation in it, which hinted to Caspar that they might never find their heart's desire. Go. You have nothing more to learn from me, said Malchior sadly. Come back, if you find some answer and I will come to you if I find one. Caspar stepped out into the night. He looked up into a black sky, so much like the way he was feeling inside. Not a single star out tonight, he thought woefully. The star first appeared, high in the western sky four months later. It hung there next to Jupiter, the wandering star of the king, in a constellation the Magi called the House of the Hebrews. Caspar ran, out of breath, straight to the house of Malchior. Entering, 
He stared dumbfounded. The furnishings, as well as hundreds of manuscripts, were gone. He wondered if Malchior had fallen out of favor with the king. There, in the main study, he found the Magi at his window, gazing up into the early evening sky. His eyes were transfixed on the star. What does it mean, master? asked Caspar. It is Jacob's star, Malchior whispered. The Jews have a prophecy uttered by a disreputable member of our own society. Balaam was his name. It seems he was summoned by the king. Yes, yes, I know the story, Caspar interrupted, barely able to control his impatience. But what does it? A star will rise out of Jacob, a scepter out of Israel. Melchior pronounced the words carefully. What does it mean, master? It means that I have been an arrogant fool, young one. I have boasted all my life of being a seeker of truth. I, always me, when I saw that star, I knew in an instant what it meant. Malchior sounded so forlorn that Caspar feared the star's meaning was something evil. That star is an invitation. You see, wisdom is seeking us. And he has sent that star as an invitation to come to him. Yes, him. Then the old man's entire frame shuddered as a tear glided haltingly down his cheek and was lost in his beard. All my life, he has been seeking me. He is the one who has given to me and to you our hunger for him. And now this star is a precious gift. I have sold all that I have for the journey and for gold to offer when I meet him. I believe he must be a great king. Tonight, I leave. I shall probably never return. Never see you again, Caspar. Behind the old man's voice, there was an awareness of his great age and the length of the journey. Evidently, he had accepted the fact that he would most likely die before he could return home again. At the same time, his face shone with a peace that had never been there before, as if he had already found all that he had been looking for, his deepest longing already filled. Caspar slipped up close behind him. He reached out and placed a hand on Malchior's bony shoulder, realizing that this was the first time they had ever touched. Together, they stood before the open window gazing up intently at the star that was so bright it cast their shadows back onto the cool stone floor. When it seemed that Malchior already knew what Caspar was going to say, the young man whispered, Tonight, we leave. We will find him. On a day like any other, in our search to find the truth, we turned so many musty pages in our hope 
to find some clue. Then the words leapt from the parchment. From Jacob shines a star that a wordless one who is the word will be worth a journey far. We will find him. We will find him. We will follow his star. We will search and we will follow, no matter how far. In castles, through kingdoms, we know where to start to find the king whose kingdom is the heart. It was a night like any other, so cold and black and dark, and it told us all too clearly of the night inside our hearts. Then the star tore through the darkness, and like an angel shone, to guide us to that one true light, who became flesh and bone. He stilled our secret syllables, and hushed our wisest words. In the silence of the stable there was wisdom finally heard. We have found him. We have found him. We have seen the true light. What was darkness? What was shadow? In his presence is delight. This one born so lowly, the heavens declare, will one day reign without a rival there.
He stilled our secret syllables and hushed our wisest words. In the silence of the stable, there was wisdom finally heard. We have found him, we have found him, we have seen the true light. What was darkness, what was shadow, in his presence is From my family to yours, Merry Christmas. If you're enjoying the Soul Anchor podcast and would like to automatically receive the podcast every time I upload an episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Soul Anchor podcast is also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The Soul Anchor podcast Facebook page has the complete transcript of this episode. Like the page so that you can receive notifications when I post information about these episodes. I invite all my listeners to message me on Facebook or email me at vidmore at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I get very little feedback and I would love to get some feedback, positive or negative. Getting back to the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell others about it and leave a five-star review because that will allow the podcast to get more recognition in the community. Till we meet again.
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 